Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Coventry Sphinx podcast. My name is Chris Nee and in this new episode I'll be talking to two of the management team at our club after a busy and varied start to the new season. Since moving to the All Sport United Counties League Premier Division South, Sphinx have spent some time at the top of the table, picked up some big wins and endured a couple of poor results along the way. It's been a while since our last episode, so I wanted to swerve the week-by-week details and take a chance to catch up with our first team's joint manager, Sean Thomas, about the Sphinx's progress through the season as a whole. I did that after a much-needed league win at home against the Ironsbury Rovers. The players had to put in a hell of a shift to win that from a goal down, eventually taking all three points, thanks to fine finishes from Loz Rawlings and Lewis New. But that's one game of many. I sat down with Sean to catch up on the last month of football, and we were able to welcome Nigel Starkey, who's now a first-team coach at the club, to get his view too. So here's me, with Sean and Nigel, after our win against Ironsbury Rovers. I'm here with Nigel and Sean, and uh, because there's been so many games since we last spoke, we're going to focus a little bit on the bigger picture of the season so far. Nigel, there's been some real positives in the first couple of months of the season. One of them has been to see a relatively consistent start at 11 for quite a lot of that time. Is that something that you guys as a coaching team and Sean and John kind of have in mind? Is that what you want to achieve or is it just a bit of a happy accident? Yeah, I think it's. I think we knew this season going into the season when um, John and Sean got me involved that it would be a season where basically we would be uh, running a squad of more senior players than younger players because obviously in seasons gone by in the last uh, two or three seasons we've been able to pull on a lot of youth players. So when we were doing pre-season, obviously the lads were signing up players. We knew that we had to get uh, quite a consistent squad together without having too many players within that squad. And it sort of looked like the situation would be where we would be running with a squad of maybe 20 and maybe pulling 16 from those 20 players. So, yeah, I would say that we are becoming a little bit more consistent in our selection and what we're working on and what we're getting out on the field of play. So I'll throw this one to you, Sean. The bench looks as strong as I can remember it, really. Callie Stewart scoring for fun. I think the midfield options we've got are starting to look really impressive as well. How do you keep... 16, 18, 20 players happy throughout the season? Uh, it's really difficult, Chris. So today we've looked at four people and uh, they haven't got a minute to, minute on the pitch. They're sat out there in the rain. The attitude of the four, though, are fantastic. They haven't got on the pitch today. And it's um, it's a fine, fine balancing act. And I wouldn't say we're going to get it right all the time, but there are people at different stages of their footballing sort of journey. And um, people like Cali, if we single out him, is, is a superb lad. He scores goals for fun. He's got a knack of being in the right place at the right time. And we're just trying to put the, the handbrake on him a little bit because, and this is no disrespect to any of the players, because out of the 16, 20 that Nigel mentioned, if you're relying on just 11, then you're not going to be successful over the course of a season. So for today was the first time that we had a full quota of 20 to choose from. Some lads have obviously not made the squad. And yeah, just week to week, you assess it. And if the lads deserve to keep their shirt, they keep the shirt. And that obviously means that there's five disappointed in the matchday squad. And that means that there's an extra four or five disappointed outside the matchday squad. So not not no exact science, but we're trying our best to make sure that people are enjoying the football. And if they have a, a good shout to start, then they start. And if they don't start, then they get an explanation. Last time we were able to speak, we welcomed a whole bunch of new lads to the, to the squad. Some of them genuinely new and some of them kind of returning. We've had Jamal Adams come in since then as well. How do you think the group is getting on uh, with all those new players coming in? How have the new lads taken to it? Really good. So you look across the board, there's a good core and it's not even a small core now. Of like, you know, There might be in a team where there's three, four players that have been there for a long time. There's now eight, nine, 10, 11 players that have all been around for at least two to three seasons. And adding those extra players in, they, they, they have to 
come in and work hard, that's a little bit of a minimum requirement because otherwise you get called out. And whilst footballing ability is really important, but being a good lad, being a good person is really important too. And um, you go down there, they're all sat down there around the table now and they'll they'll sit sit and have a couple of drinks into the early evening. And, and that's what we're just aiming for because what, once you take strip it all back and think, oh, okay, it's a results business, but actually why do we do it? If the atmosphere is no good, you'd, you'd soon jack up. So in terms of being the staff-wise, hopefully the players are enjoying themselves. And if you're a player at Country Sphinx, hopefully you, you enjoy what you, what you get given by us as well. Is that because they get the club? Yeah, hopefully. So very quickly, you'd end up... Uh, we're, not, we're not Johnny Big, big Time. We've not um, got no airs and graces. So we're generally quite a family-based or community-based club. And some of the best times that I see when we come up here, there's 100 kids all playing under the same shirt on a Thursday night when we were trying to do our pre-season. And um, whether or not the players actually make that connection um, is a different matter. But we try and make sure that when they're playing, they've got the shirt, they're enjoying it. You do the right things by going and having a drink at the end. Um, and just if you have any falls out, fallouts, you put it to bed at the on the day and you don't let it linger. So the, the team spirit seems good. And that's the senior players driving that as well. We've had some really good results already and some stinkers. It's still early days, Nigel, but what's your impression of this new league to us so far? Just going into October. Yeah, well, it's, it's obviously going to be a new experience because um, traditionally we've always played in the Midland League. So we, we looked at sort of the locations of the places we were going to, the travelling and things like that. But when it comes to the travelling, you, you actually look at it and you think to yourself, sometimes it can take me an hour and a half to get to Sutton Coalfield on the on a midweek game on a Tuesday night. So you actually you can actually get down sort of the, the A14 and stuff like that going out sort of Cambridge way, Northamptonshire way just as quick. So effectively, and I think it's a well-managed league as well. I think uh, looking at the fixtures when they came out, the, the guys that are actually doing the fixtures are actually thinking about where they're giving you these midweek games. So you effectively are quite close for your midweeks. And then maybe if you're going away to Biggles Way, that tends to be a Saturday, which you don't mind anyway, because you expect to travel. So effectively, in regards to that, I think with the organisation we've got within the management team, we, we, haven't coped, we haven't had any problems of coping at all with the distances. And yeah, then they're new teams. You, you're going to get used to what, what you don't know what you're coming up against. We've had to do a little bit more sort of research and into teams. Sean and John are very good at that. You know, they're they're looking into teams and how they are, and we're trying to give the lads clues on a Saturday in the pre you know pre uh, preparation before each game of what what you're likely to be coming up against in this game. But still, you because you've not played them year after year, you and you don't know all the players. I mean, to be fair to John and Sean, they're absolutely excellent at that. They are picking up on players and trying to give the lads tips on what's going on and stuff like that and what they're going to be potentially be coming up against. Because traditionally, with the Midland League, you probably you'd come against them players probably playing for three or four different clubs within the you know within the league and within the years that you've been involved in it. So yeah, I think it's a I think it's a good experience for us. I think it's good. Um, the lads have embraced it. I don't think there's been any issues. And uh, basically, it's all about sort of taking it forward on a week to week basis. Staying with you, Nigel, we've had a few results recently that haven't gone our way. And I think, unfortunately, the performances have pretty much justified those results across those games after a really good run. And I'm really interested in your coach's view of how to approach that. I'd usually throw this Sean's way as, as one of the, the joint managers. Yeah. How do you navigate that little drop in form, that little fortnight where things haven't really gone our way when the boys clearly need a lift? I think, I think the important thing as coaches and managers that we don't we don't dwell on the defeat. You know, we, we basically, even when we've won a game like we have today, there'll be still Sean thinking about it, I'll be thinking about it, John will be thinking about it. And we'll establish what things that we could still work on to be better. Because even when you're winning matches, you still want to try and be better. And I think that's the most enjoyable thing about working with the lads and the, the coaching and the training this year and pre-season and going into like now our 
our Tuesday, Thursday training sessions is we actually do think about it and we make it interesting. So effectively what we do is we, we try and keep the lads interested by basically put on structured training sessions and, and we work on things which haven't worked on the week before, win, lose or draw. So, you know, effectively for the, the most important thing is not to dwell on, you know, defeats, lift the lads up and, you know, take them forward into the next next game. Last season's FA Vars run, Sean, has given us a bit of a weird little break that we've just had. We're going into a very busy month and you told me earlier in the week that you prefer it this way. Why is that? I think from my personal experience, I think you just want to play games. It's what holds everything together. So you can train as well as you want, but if you haven't got that end goal of a game on a Saturday or a Tuesday or whatever, it doesn't feel right. So last, I know last Saturday, it was nice to have a, a week off, but it felt a big gap and you think about momentum and it, you, you just want to play games. So when we looked at some of the fixtures, I think we only had three games originally in October. No, sorry, in September, but we banged in the um, Birmingham Senior Cup game um, and then a friendly against Cov. So we, we tried to build up a little bit of a momentum there. Had a week off last week. We go into next uh, into October again, where we're only actually doing Tuesday and then Saturdays. Um, Tuesday night coming up, sorry, and then Saturdays after that. Um, with the VARs at the, the towards the end of the month and... The Vars is great, you know. It was nice having that run last year. It's nice maybe coming in a little bit later when things have settled down a little bit because I think historically you always go FA Cup, Vars and a league game in the first three games and it can it can feel like a bit of a make and break of the season. So we've, we've had that luxury this year, but it don't get any easier, does it? We, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and the players do and um, it's important to just have a bit of a clear mind about it. So now that we know we've got Tuesday, Saturday and then we move into the middle of the month and have a Vars game at the end. Those two Big games we had against Cov City in a, in a friendly and uh, the Villa team that came here in, in the Birmingham Senior Cup, Nigel. What do we get out of those games? Because they were very different. We beat the City team that came here and, and lost against the Villa. But it feels like they were both really positive experiences in their own way. Very positive experiences. And it was important at those stages within the season to get those friendlies in and give the lads another midweek game where they could play at that and prepare against professional clubs. And I was really proud of the way the lads performed in both games. Um, obviously, we dominated a little bit more in the Coventry game. And, uh, you know, we could have come out of that sort of winning it 5-1. And to be fair to Coventry, they gave us all the credit that our performance deserved. And then going into the Villa game, it's just nice to come up against really, really good players. And it tests your players against good players. And, you know, if you'd lost a game on the Saturday before and then you come up against the Villa, it was something that sort of gave the lads a lift. You didn't really need to turn up here on the Tuesday night preparing for a warm-up and getting the lads, the team taught done and stuff like that when you're playing against a professional club. So they, they were very positive things that uh, I think that all the lads benefited from. I think the club enjoyed it. I think it was a credit to the club. You know, the preparation of the pitch, we got good feedback from both clubs about the quality of the pitch because previously Coventry wouldn't come down here. They would They wanted to play at the Hicks, which is true. And Villa have already said, you know, that they basically loved it they were very respectful about what we did on the pitch, the way we uh, tried to play the game. And effectively, you know, they're more or less offering us a friendly for next season. So that's a credit to the club all round. The one thing that has, as Nigel says, got a lot of attention from, I think, every away team I've heard right from the very beginning of the season has been the pitch, Sean. Does that change much about the way you send the boys out to play now compared to the season previous? I think what it does do is, um, I think... All, all, all my life growing up, it was always known as the best pitch and it had a period of time where it had a lot of use. And so I think when you, it's not necessarily an, an attraction for players, but when you come and you've got a good pitch, you know that it's well maintained and you know you're going to be able to trust your touch and there's no bubbles or anything like that. It just makes better football. So I think if you look at the games, even if we've won or uh, or lost when we've been up here, they've been good games and it's um, a style of football that 
the lads have enjoyed playing and we've always historically been about digging in and just trying to be tough to beat and I think when you get a good surface and the lads can see that the club is is investing in the surface it it gives them a little bit of a, a more of a bounce and a step and when a game allows it but equally today in the driving rain the pitch has held up really well and I still think it was a good game of football it was a good game and we'll move on to that with the last question for you Nigel narrow win but thoroughly deserved that must be satisfying as a coach, rather than the three nils and four nils you might get here and there in the season. Winning a battle like that, completing the victory on a quality goal, that must be really satisfying. Oh, very satisfying. It makes your weekend. I mean, you've worked with the lads all coming through the week. You know, you've done your sessions leading into it. You've done your preparation, your warm-up, you've done your team talk. You're just hoping and fingers crossed that it, it goes for them. And today, I think, although we started well within the game, they actually scored the first goal, which is quite common within all football. We've all been around it for a lot of years. We know that. And usually it's what what you're going to do, how you're going to bounce back to that situation. And basically what we did was we responded really well by scoring really early and getting back on term. So that, that enabled us after halftime to push on and basically restrict them to basically hardly any chances in the, in the second half on goal. And I would say that we probably created maybe four or five good opportunities. And obviously Nooney popped up with a great finish to, to win the game, which was well-deserved. So yeah, it, it 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 takes you into next week and our preparation for for Tuesday on a massive positive, and obviously the lads are buzzing. It's difficult within the squad situation because we've got a lot of tip players within that squad, but you know that's something that we have to deal with and just keep the lads positive and just lead on. Because as the season goes on, you know there'll be situations where we'll maybe have suspensions and maybe have injuries, and we need these lads within that squad to be able to come in and fill in berths. So yeah, hundred percent is just makes your weekend basically as a football coach manager for us you know otherwise Sunday we'd be just looking into it and we'd be chatting together and we'd be oh, you know do we do this right do we do because basically the, the lads maybe switch off for it quicker than what we do we just you know we live and breathe it basically so uh, and, it, and it totally affects your whole life I've been doing it like for 30 years and basically it doesn't get better than a win thanks to Nigel and Sean for this week's chat as I mentioned to Sean, October is a busy month for the Sphinx. We're off to Rugby Town on Tuesday the 5th of October, before welcoming Pot and United to Sphinx Drive on Saturday the 9th. After that, we go to Bugbrook St Michael's and Rothwell Corinthians, followed by an FA Vars tie against AFC Bridge North and a league match against God Manchester Rovers. Those two are both at home and everyone is very welcome to come along to Sphinx Drive and support the boys in sky blue and white. See you then.